Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the No Distance Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and share on Spotify, Instagram, and Apple Podcasts. At No Distance Podcast. Today's episode, uh, we're going to talk about why it is good to have an anchor. Uh, for most of you people who know, there are like a few different types of anchors. One's in you know, having boats and stuff that weighs down the ship so it doesn't move out of place. And another type is a um, race anchor or a person that is named anchor in a relay race. Basically, is the most dependable and fastest racer. Uh, on the team in a relay race. So there's a third one. There is a third one. There's a news anchor. There is a news anchor. But I looked up like what it means. It, it kind of just said they're a personality on a news channel. Um, that informs. That informs basically. But I can I, work with that. I think the the news anchor is the main person that said they always cut back into. That's in the the main studio. The person who kind of. Like, like carries the flow. So yeah, that's what uh you know those different forms of anchors and things of that nature. Um, but we're gonna um go ahead and start for icebreak. So the other day, I think it was just past Friday, like or last Friday and Saturday, I was playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two with my cousin and my brother Matthew, and my wife was watching us. Basically, there's this one part of the game called uh, an incursion or excursion, something like that. Basically, it's a raid, and it's a three team raid. And you go in and you have to solve puzzles and defeat enemies and so on. Um, we got to this one point where we all have to go underwater together. And um, the game doesn't allow you just, you know, of course, you just can't breathe underwater. So you will have to have this air tank. Well, there was only one air tank for three different characters, but you could pass the air tank along. So uh, we had to have... Um, good communication and, you know, depend on the the other person or persons staying near each other to hand the air tank over back and forth so we can survive under the water. And it's a long, like, uh, maze of a underwater part. So you're searching for the buttons to push. You're searching mm-hmm. for which way to go and things of that nature. So a lot of communication on, hey, I'm about to die and drown. <laughs> can you give me the air tank was uh, going around. So... That was something my wife had saw us doing, and she kind of made a um, parallel on you know anchors. Uh, each person was solid or trustworthy. Trustworthy, thank you. Trustworthy, unselfish. dependable, unselfish. Unselfish and is a big one. Teamwork was a good parallel to having a good anchor or anchors in life because you need those kind of people in your life to kind of you know not exactly always help you out, but like to be there. And to be dependable, that's what she saw us doing in the Modern Warfare game, which is crazy. It's like, oh, I guess you can use something out of a video game like that. And the person that saw it isn't the gamer. It's the not person. Not at all. <laughs> I am so not a gamer. I'm just, I'm not a gamer. I really am not. Um, but the interesting thing also about what I saw, because my first thought was, if that's what you have to do, in the army or whichever part marines whoever i was like i am not doing that because every time i looked up these people like 
their characters were still underwater. I'm like watching whole episodes of shows and I look up and they're still underwater. Mind you, they probably restart it, but it's like you're still underwater talking about pass me the air tank. I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> it wouldn't be me. But um, like you were saying, it does help to have dependable people, um, beliefs, if you will. To have something you can always go back to and be assured that you have access to it when you need it. Because, again, the object of that raid wasn't just to make it across the finish line. But like you were saying, there were puzzles and other things you had to do. And so as opposed to strictly focusing on the breathing aspect, because you knew you would get the air tank if you needed it, you could focus on other parts of the assignment that were also important. Exactly. That's... One version of needing an anchor, if you did have a team, everybody had to be dependable on each other. It's, it's, a very, it's very hard sometimes to trust people. For, so first of all, so having good ones is a good thing. Um, what's an anchor to you, for you? Like, what is something you depend on, and how does it benefit you in your life? Apart from the obvious prayer and the word of God, something a little closer to home mm-hmm. would be my dad. Okay. And... The reason I say my dad is because my my dad is very chill. Like, he's always come off to me as someone who's very well-grounded. Mm-hmm. You know, I like, I rarely, if I've ever caught my dad where it seemed like his, head's, his head was in the clouds. Mm-hmm. Or he could not, I don't know, like he was just absent in his Mm -hmm. brain like he's always present in his brain and he's really he's a really good listener Mm -hmm. and because he's such a good listener he gives really good advice yes yes he does and not only does he give good advice but I've never doubted whether or not my dad loves me and whether or not he wants the best for me he's been totally consistent in showing me that kind of love and in being himself right in that way and so Typically, if I really need something, you know, like needy, I don't know, more like if I need to air, like if I need to air ideas, like if I need to talk or whatever, I'll probably go to my dad. Okay. Because I know it, you know, it's, I've tried him, you know, all my life yeah. and he's been consistent the whole time. Dependable, strong. You know? There. But that's not to discredit other people in my life. For example, I my mom is an anchor to me for a totally different set of reasons. Right. She is ready to pray and ready to teach, period. Mm-hmm. And I never feel like I'm getting a sugar-coated or a blanketed, I'm going to make this look pretty so you accept it mm-hmm. sort of response from my mom. No sugar on top. It doesn't need sugar. She's just like, this is the truth. I'm going to tell it to you straight. This is how it is. Right. So when I need to be given something straight and to have it like it is, my mom's going to give it to me. Right, right. So I guess for both of my parents, it's the fact that I know what I'm going to get when I go to them. So like an anchor of a certain weight on a ship, like the fact that you know from having tried it, like exercise that muscle in a sense. Okay. That that's that's an anchor for me. You want to share an anchor for yourself? Um, I'm not gonna accuse you of anything. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um. Well, 
because because mostly because we talked about it a little earlier um, before we started. But one of my anchors, only though when I'm like probably, I won't say stress, but a lot of thinking on my mind is I play a video game um, and I pray. But uh, yeah, I do. I, I'm a gamer, so I play video games. So, but it's an anchor for me because um, most people might think, oh, it's because you know, goes to a fantasy world or whatnot. It's like it's not really about that. Uh, for me, it just kind of helps me separate thoughts more. If that makes sense, like it gives me the chance to slow down, think, consider, and not just really dwell on it too much. So I don't get a chance to like really, per se. Think of all the negatives. I don't could think about the situation as it is and try to work it through in my own mind and really figure out what parts um, that need my focus. So it's like it just helps me focus on the parts that matter. And then once I get them, once I, you know, like, oh, OK, I got to go pray about this. This is, you know, something I need to really grasp on. And that's what I do. So games just helps me. You know, like I said, kind of slow down my mind because I have to kind of multitask. And when you multitask, some people say, you know, you don't really do well. But for me, when it's that in gaming, it's like almost at the point where it's, most people say they have their most great ideas on the toilet seat. Oh, <laughs> it, it's kind of like that for me. Um, but that's why I play games. So uh, that's one of my anchors. Now, I guess another anchor for me would be uh, my mom and dad, both equally. Um, not, not exactly for different reasons. They're they're kind of, they might not like this sometimes, but they're kind of two in the same people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but don't tell them that. Um, my dad might not be as as emotional as my mom, but he's just still very uh, emotionally in tune. Yeah, and very passionate. Quick, passionate. He's very passionate. My mom's very passionate, and both of them they don't they could care less what you think about them. They like yeah. I'm going to say this, and I don't care how you feel. <laughs> and so I know if I go to them, if I'm in the wrong, or if I just, you know, need to make sure I'm not in the wrong, something like that, um, they'll be the first ones to tell me. They'll be the first ones to tell me every time. So, and I appreciate that because not everybody's going to do that for me. Some people might sugarcoat it. Some people might say uh, it's not as bad as you make it sound. So I know with them, I'm always going to get um, – you know the hard hitting truth. So even though it might hurt me, it, it's for my good. So I do depend on that as an anchor. Like I don't know what everybody else thinks, but I know what my parents know about me, and I don't know how they think. So I know whatever they say. Um, you know, almost ninety five percent of the time they're gonna be right about it. So so I think you know people need anchors. Like you know, once you have your parents, when I have my parents, and the different kind of anchors in life because. You never know when that that one storm is gonna come knocking, <laughs> and you ain't got you know almost nothing to really uh, keep you in that spot. I just thought of it like, what, what do what do what do people consider? Like, okay, this is where I should be. I'm going anchor. I should be anchored here. How do we even get that far? Of anchors, I'm going through the three that we talked about: mm-hmm. the anchor in the ship, the anchor. In a relay race mm-hmm. and the news anchor. Really, it seems like the point for all three isn't so much about reaching a point, mm-hmm. kind of, with the exception of the relay race mm-hmm. runner. 
The other two is not so much about a destination right. as it is about stability and not veering off. So a ship in the water, the water is going to move it unless it's anchored. Right. It's not like the anchor isn't there to make sure it stays on track and gets to whatever island it's going to. The mm-hmm. anchor is to make sure that it doesn't get off track. Like can't move with the water right now so let's just not move at all right so you don't really have to know that you're in a good place to need an anchor it's almost like as soon as you know you're getting off track as soon as you know like this really isn't the direction that I want to be going in and typically for me that's when I reach out for advice from people is when I don't trust my own reasoning It's like, okay, I have reasoned with this and wrestled with this as long as I can, but it still doesn't feel right. And usually at that point, I go to someone I can trust and I start asking questions. Like I stop moving. I drop an anchor Mm -hmm. to consult with an anchor (laughs) before I, you know, reel the anchor in and start moving again. I guess uh, I see what you're saying. I guess I will call, you know, dropping an anchor, then going to somebody that's more like dropping an anchor and actually going to your navigator. It could be. Yeah. Maybe to me, should, that's Maybe we should call it ships, you know, <laughs> water navigation, because life is like water. It will push you whatever way you want it to you go. You know, maybe that's why it's called relationships, because each relationship takes you somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you don't get to steer all the time. You don't. You don't get to control it all the time. Nope. You sure can mess it up. (laughs) Very easily. When was a time that you utilized your anchors and you felt it was beneficial to you? So I can use my mom again, right? Absolutely. Okay. Just a different example, more deeper. Okay. So during the different times that we were so-called broken up during our courtship, um, it was always my mom. Not like I was really sad or really down about break, you know, the breakups. I didn't think we was going to be Thank you. broken up or anything like that for long. Anything. It, it was because it was always be something little or something like that. Or I, you know, I can't remember half the time what, 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 what we broke up about. Uh, uh, <laughs> Let it go. Uh, but most times it was like, uh, and not in like a bad way, but I'm always saying, don't worry, Michael. She'll be back. And it's just. That reassurance that the person I was courting, the person I was falling for, was the right choice. And that just kept me, you know, steered in the right direction, I guess, in a sense, that this path that God has me on is the correct one. And so hearing that from your mom versus hearing that from somebody else at your church, what would have, like, what was the difference? Between hearing that from your mom and hearing it from somebody else at your church. Well, I can't tell you how many people actually knew you from my church like that. Uh, but that aside, <laughs> I mean, but um, if it came from anybody else, I guess my first thought would have been, "But you don't know Brittany," or you know, that been my first thought. Um, otherwise, if they did know you, uh, and my mom still said, it, I guess the main difference would be that. My mom, who I knew was a wise person and uh, still had my back in my relationship um, with you, uh, just gave a 
bigger boots or bigger, uh, you know, hey, stick it out kind of feeling, if if anything, um, to, you know, stay anchored there or you know, wait for you to come back. Yes. Yes. So just like how we were talking about passing along the oxygen between mm-hmm. people, you were willing to go deeper into the water because you knew the people you were working with. And say, for example, you had anybody else. Hold on, take a break real quick. I just want everybody to see how good of a uh, sleight of hand my wife is because I didn't know how she was going to bring around that Call of Duty again like that, but she did it. <laughs> I was like, whoa, wait a minute. How she even do that? Like, I'm, I, I'm like, we're talking. It's like, literally, we went down the street and then there's this corner, and, and at that corner is exactly what we need. And Brittany just pulled it out of nowhere. I was like, but anyway, continue. Continue. <laughs> yes. So, just like with the oxygen. Yes. It's coming from a different place because you trust it. Right. Because you've tried it. Mm-hmm. You've tried your relationship with your friends who are you un- who you're with underwater sharing oxygen. Mm-hmm. It's it's different because of your history with the thing and because of how close you are to the person. Right. Which makes me think like an anchor on a ship is on a ship. Mm-hmm. It's not like out in the water. It's right there close to it. Mm-hmm. The anchor in a relay race like the person passing them the baton all but has to touch their hand. Like mm-hmm. they have to be really close moving at fast speeds in order to pass that baton. Mm-hmm. The news anchor, it cuts to them immediately at the end of each segment. And so it's that you've known them for so long. You're familiar with their character and also that closeness mm-hmm. that I believe that's what really makes an anchor. I just thought of something about the news anchor. Maybe that's why, because everybody knows him. You know, everybody's like, oh, I know. Such and such. And that's why Hillary's boyfriend was so hurt in that episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that we just watched. And I can't even remember what was. Oh, no, because Jeffrey came over. No, no, Jazz. Jazz Jazz came over and he was like, I don't. Basically, he told the guy, I don't know him. And he's like, I've never been so insulted in my life. Everybody knows my face. Right, right, right. But yes, I think you're exactly right. Whoever it is, it's the news anchor. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the personality that the people watching the news, like they trust them. They build a relationship with that one person, not Mm. the network, but with the news anchor. Mm -hmm. And so everything the news anchor says or that the news anchor validates becomes trustworthy to the viewer. Yep. Probably most people already know that, but. But you feel me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got everybody has that thing. You've been alive long enough. There is something that you've had a relationship with where you know the character of it. You know its effect on you. Mm Mm-hmm. And in Mm. our next episode, we'll discuss whether or not those anchors are good or bad. (laughs) Thank you for joining us and good night. (laughs) For more information about this podcast and how you can join our community, message us on Instagram at No Distance Podcast.